Welcome to Relationship Workout for Men, a podcast dedicated to helping men be intentional in choosing a better partner and being a better partner for the person they choose. Season 3, Episode 4, Strategy Number 2, Start with Lust. Okay, so enough of this evolution analysis already from the last two episodes. We all know that real chemistry begins with physical attraction and raw lust. Quite simply, when there's chemistry, you meet girl and kabang, you both feel the urge to strip down and hump like rabbits. Well, okay, that's a bit of an exaggeration. Some men are more like turtles in this regard. Social norms and dating etiquette often call for at least some time spent together before the mutual sack attack. At least you want to know each other's names first. However, regardless of how long it takes to bust out the condoms, when there's physical chemistry, some level of sexual desire for each other is generally there from the beginning. Actually, there's a physiological aspect to lust and infatuation, something you might call a lust cocktail. As Goswami describes in his article, The Physics and Chemistry of Love, quote, attraction causes a virtual explosion of neurochemicals very similar to adrenaline. Assisted phenylethylamine that speeds up the flow of information between cells, dopamine that makes us glow and feel good, and norepinephrine, that stimulates the production of adrenaline, makes our world go round, our eyes sparkle, and our heart beat faster." End of quote. Phenylethylamine, or PEA for short, is actually a natural amphetamine that increases physical and emotional energy. Ever feel a bit of buzzing high when meeting someone excitingly new? Could be some PEA doing its thing with you. Dopamine, on the other hand, is also called the feel-good molecule because, among its many functions in the brain, it provides feelings of pleasure. As such, dopamine naturally rewards experiences such as sex. Put simply, have sex, and dopamine naturally makes you feel good. So you want to have more sex. Yep, that sounds about right to me. Combine PEA and dopamine with norepinephrine, stimulating the production of adrenaline, and you have a lust cocktail screaming through your veins and racing pitter-patter at the mere thought of her. Actually, this cocktail is quite addictive, which at least partially explains why people can do some pretty foolish things for initial lust, infatuation, and love. On the other hand, when there's little to no chemistry, you just don't feel it. Can you say, sex dud? She could be lying naked beside you with an I want you to ravish me twinkle in her eyes, and you still just want to turn on the tube. No sex tonight, no sex tomorrow. This all said, I think most of us would agree that some level of initial lust is a must for a potential long-term mate. Of course, there's no chemistry meter that you can plug in that gauges if there's enough initial lust between you and her. However, you'd like a new relationship to start with at least some level of desire. Out the gate, you want that neurochemical lust cocktail flowing around the clock. Hey, it's, it's five o'clock somewhere. All right, having said this, it can also be helpful to know that chemistry can be blocked or boosted. Here are three of them. One, pre-existing feelings. Yes, one major chemistry blocker can be pre-existing feelings for someone else, moving the chemistry to fork down and time to punt territory. Put simply, if a person already has feelings for another person, this can skew to zero any desire to screw someone new. Basically, the person still wants to be getting on with the other person from the past. In other words, if you're emotionally second in line, then you might very well be SOL. No touchdowns, 
Not even any Copperfield field goals. You might as well be yesterday's leftover meatloaf. More on this in Season 7 on emotional availability. As a side note, pre-existing feelings can also be a reason why you start out as friends with a lady, seemingly with little to no chemistry, but then transition into a lust cocktail with her when the previous dude's juju is worn off of her and she finds herself opening to finding someone new, which could be you. All right, two, sense of urgency acceleration. One big chemistry booster can be time. It does seem that as we get older, Time can play an increasing role in lowering the bar when it comes to chemistry. In your early 20s, you may feel like a rolling stone with time on your side. You're in no hurry. It's all about notching up the experiences. If this relationship doesn't work out, no worries, there will be others. However, as years of singlehood progress, well, you might start to feel a bit of a sense of urgency creep in. For many women, there's definitely truth to the proverbial ticking clock. And when the clock is ticking, a woman's sexual strategy might drop down some serious notches to open the playing field for more potential suitors. She may even become a bit manipulative to catch a potential prospect she has her sights on. Having said this, many men, especially with strong paternal instincts, also have a biological ticking clock, although theirs, theirs may be delayed by about a decade or so. Many men don't really want to look like grandfathers at their child's high school graduation. And the third accelerator or blocker is internal dialogue. One's internal dialogue can be a true wild card, boosting or blocking. If a person has a demon in control, for example, his or her thoughts on chemistry can be dictated by that demon. For instance, if she has a negative judgment against a guy for whatever reason, she can talk herself into believing there's no chemistry, even though all the other chemistry gauges could be measuring off the Richter scale. And if a guy's insecurities are inhibiting him from making the first connection, well, the eye of his desire could end up just walking on by. Of course, the internal dialogue might be spot on as well. Perhaps it's telling her she's not being realistic in her chemistry desires. As an extreme example, if a lady is carrying a torch for Brad Pitt, well, perhaps it's best to reset the chemistry sights a bit. After all, you can only catch what you have the realistic ability to reel in. Okay, so once you've reeled in what you think is your lifetime person, well, the next question will be how you maintain the chemistry over a lifetime of being together, which leads us to chemistry strategy number three, transition lust into connected intimacy. But before we discuss this third strategy, in the next episode, Have I Met You Before? I'll share a personal story of when chemistry and lust certainly blinded me a bit or blinded me a lot, as most of my friends would tell the story. Mm -hmm.